Hello, America. It's Friday. Yes, indeed. Another exciting episode with Bill O'Reilly coming up in just a second. First, let me tell you about uh, Raycon. It's great news when you run across a product, especially when it's one that you use every day and it perfectly balances great design. It, it's really, really uh, superior in the way it sounds, the way it works. And it's half the price of something that those short cord bastards at Apple charge you for AirPods. I've got so many complaints about why Apple. Anyway, uh, Raycon. It is it, it's the earbuds that I wear it. They're great. They're sleek. They're good looking. They're not stupid little sticks that stick out of your ears. I hate that. Um, also, they're comfortable. They don't fall out when you're walking. I mean, some would say they fall out when I exercise. Uh, I wouldn't know anything about that, but uh, they don't fall out of your ears when you're, you know, you know, you're moving. They're comfortable. I wear them sometimes to go to bed as I listen to a book on tape and uh, they're comfortable. They're Raycons right now. They're offering 15 percent off all of their products. They're already about half the cost of any Apple product, 15 percent off additionally. And here's what you have to do to get it. Go to buyraycon.com slash Beck. 15% off now. Buyraycon.com slash Beck. Do it now. Buyraycon.com slash Beck. Oh, yes. Mr. Bill O'Reilly is joining us now. The acclaimed author of Killing Crazy Horse. And uh, also his new book is coming out, Killing the Mob. Uh, the fight against organized crime in America. And of course, we will be talking about that on uh, most of this channel with a, a very gracious grant from the MacArthur Foundation. Meanwhile, let's slum it and talk about today's uh, news with Bill O'Reilly. Bill. Back. What's the most important story of the week? I think the border um, and un, <clears throat> unreported uh, on BillOReilly.com. We spent a lot of time on it last night on the No Spin News. So what's happening on the border, the southern border, is going to uh, influence the uh, vote coming up in less than two years for the House and the Senate. And what people don't understand, and I didn't even know all this, but I put my super sleuths on it to, you know, get real down the micro stuff, is that Joe Biden essentially doesn't know what's happening in Mexico. He doesn't know. He doesn't really care either. If you look at his history about immigration, he's never been a guy that's been proactive in that area. But what's happening is that Mexico itself now that Trump is gone, because Mexico feared Donald Trump, they feared him, and they basically cooperated by um, taking asylum seekers and letting them stay in Mexico. That was the Trump program. You can't come to the United States um, and ask for asylum and stay. As soon as you ask, we put you across the border and you got to stay in Mexico. Everybody remembers that, right? Mm -hmm. That's done. So Obrador says, you know, we're not going to do this anymore. Even though the United States is essentially paying for it, Obrador, nah, you know, I, I don't really want to speculate, but uh, he's told the United States we're not going to cooperate in cartel narcotics investigations. 
Uh, we're not going to stop the migrants from coming from Central America, and we're not going to keep them here on the northern border uh, while you guys uh, wait to hear their asylum cases. So that's a that's a trifecta right there, right? Mm-hmm. What news organizations have covered that? Um, outside of the outside of the conservative media, I would I would gather none. None of the corporate media have covered it. So then you got to ask yourself, why? Why wouldn't they cover this when this is probably the most important national slash foreign news story there is? That in the space of 37 days, Joe Biden has totally, totally, all right, turned around all the things that Donald Trump did, which pretty much stopped the caravans and the mass mm-hmm. uh, trespassing on the border. Why, why wouldn't you report that? Okay, so I may I uh, offer a theory. Um, I remember at uh, Fox News when we were working together, there were things that you would cover that I thought were really important, but I didn't cover them. Uh, and it wasn't that they weren't important. It was because you were taking care of that base, and it allowed me to talk about something else because it was so important and I think there are two other stories that fall into this trifecta of destruction of America. And the one I think most Americans, especially uh, if they are Christian, if they are religious, and if they have children, is the Equality Act. Yeah. That is terrifying. But it's not going to get through. Bill, if any of that gets through, I just talked to Rand Paul. He said he thought it would. Well, you got to get 60 because they'll filibuster it. So I don't see how it's possible. Did Rand Paul explain that? Uh, no, he didn't. No, he didn't. <laughs> okay. Well, trust me. So uh, the reason that I'm not hopping up and down about this, because essentially this is a two paragraph story. I think most Americans will want protections for gay people. They don't want them to be bullies. Certainly when I taught high school, I saw that firsthand where kids were effeminate, boys were effeminate, uh, were really, really bullied, and it was horrible, and no one wants that. And the federal government can easily extend protections in the workplace that you can't be fired because you're gay. I don't think anybody's going to oppose that. But what this um, bill does is if you're baking a cake – uh, and a gay guy comes in and says, I want your cake at my wedding. And you go, well, I can't really do that because I don't grieve religiously with um, You're out. gay nuptials. You have to or you or the feds prosecute you. Right. Okay. So that that's the issue. And that issue uh, is there isn't I don't think there's anybody. Um, outside of the, you know, Murkowski and... and, and well, but there's Romney. more There's more to this. There's also uh, the compelling of speech. You know, why can't we just all get along and just use the pronoun that they are asking to use? You remember the high school teacher in yeah, Virginia? But, uh, again, this is not going to... It's not going to rise. So the, if this law were passed, it would be pretty much essentially the same law that protects uh, skin color and uh, political persuasion, that kind of thing. No. So, no. No. Well, with the component that you would have to cooperate with gays, even if you didn't believe no, it's that. Not, it's, it's, not just, it's, it's not just that. It is, it is the bathroom issue. It is the uh, people who are in transition competing in 
in uh, girls sports. It's uh, medical professionals not being able to say, hey, this, you know, this is not necessarily good for your child to do this. Uh, It is the fact that it doesn't matter if you're a church or a charity. If you won't have, you know, a transgender person working at your church, um, you are in in deep, deep trouble. I mean, it's it is. Uh, well, that's why I'm telling you it's not going to get in. They're going to do it. They're not going to pass it. The Republicans will block it. You need 60 votes because they'll filibuster it. That's why they want to do it. The filibuster. I'd be shocked if this thing gets passed into law the way the way the House wrote it. You know what happens. I know. They're, That's what yeah, I'm. There's, there's a negotiation. They through. take out. They take out all the stuff and and um and then it goes around and around and around and around. Um, but I don't think any of it's going to get in. Okay. All right. All right. So let's let's go with the other story: the COVID relief package. Yeah. One point nine trillion dollars which includes $58 billion of bailout for union pensions. Oh, yeah. All right. uh, I, th- mm-hmm. How about the $4 billion to pay off loans for socially disadvantaged farmers and ranchers? Now, I would claim that that's me. There is no well, one more socially. That, so- yeah, I'm yeah. a rancher, and there's no yeah. one more socially disadvantaged among ranchers than me. I think that you get the first check. Mm-hmm. I believe. Right. Uh, yeah. No, but if if you're white, you need not apply. Um, the uh, the billions for the national endowments, the billions of bail- bailouts for blue states, the ten million dollars for Native American language preservation. $50 million for environmental justice grants. Uh, it looks like it is the beginning of, uh, of what do you call that uh, when you're getting paid to do nothing but write poetry for Nancy Pelosi? Uh, they welfare. send you a check. No, no, it's not welfare. It's uh, basic minimum income. Looks universal like universal basic oh, okay. income. Yeah, universal basic income. income. It looks like that is also in here. Uh, I mean, it is. It's a mess. It is a mess. That's why it hasn't been passed. And, you know, then they'll take another, you know, McConnell will, will um, delay it another four or five months. In meantime, then they'll hope that this vaccine is kicking in, which it is, by the way. If you look yeah. at the stats um, from Christmas Eve to uh, last night, we we put those stats up last night. Um, the uh, number of new cases has declined. I think it's 60, 70 percent. Um, so anyway, look, I'm, I'm not a guy that spends a lot of time on proposed legislation. Once it comes up for a vote, then I get in because these kinds of things have a way of being delayed. They have a way of change, watered down, all of this stuff. The psychological thing, though, is if you look at the polls that most people go, well, how come you're holding up to my check? How come? Because they don't take the time to understand, you know, how much insanity is in the bill and how much of a waste of money uh, a lot of this stuff is, because they don't. You know, people are selfish. People want their money. They're hurting. Um, And so it's a propaganda tool as long as it's held up for the Democratic Party. But that's the country we live in. Again, you go back to the media. The media going to just say what you said? Are they going to tell people, oh, well, this is in a bill and this is a waste of time and this is why they're doing it? No. No, and that really is the essential problem that we have in this country right now is that we're we have a, a news blackout in America. We have a news blackout. I mean, people don't know what the deuce is going on. Because you, look, when you have a misbehavior accusation against Governor Cuomo, and none of the network news covers it, 
and the cable, the two liberal cables, don't mention it. Are you kidding me? How do you? I called it the Kavanaugh effect. So they're willing to rip up Kavanaugh uh, and destroy his family and his children, mm-hmm. and they won't even mention this. Mm-hmm. And it was the same thing with Biden. I mean, everything about Trump, any accusation against Trump, bang, everywhere, right? Oh, the the women Biden, were on TV. Yeah, you didn't even Biden have credibility, gets, and you were on TV. Absolutely. Biden gets the same thing, and it's, uh, well, we'll put it in a Hunter Biden capsule and not mention it. So, to me, I mean, I, I stay away from all of this stuff because I don't know what happened. I have no idea what happened. I mean, I can't point a finger at anybody. I'm not saying anything well, but let, let, the, rank, let me, the blackout of the news yeah is in, absolutely unbelievable all right hang on let me let me go to the facts of covid and what's happening on the ground in new york uh with governor cuomo and because Stu and we've had this conversation maybe it's just wishful thinking but it looks like there's a beginning of a movement in the Democratic Party to eject him. I want to talk about him. I also want to talk about the uh, the uh, the new assistant secretary of health, uh, Rachel Levine, who went through her confirmation hearing yesterday. I don't want to talk about the the trans part of it. I want to talk about what this woman actually believes and how radical she is. And I have to correct something. Uh, Rand didn't tell me that it would pass, that the bill would pass. He said she will be uh, she will be confirmed because there's going to be a lot of Republicans that want a position that they're not haters. It's not about who she's chosen to be. It's it's her policies that are so bad. Back in just a second with Bill O'Reilly. Our sponsor this half hour is uh, American Financing. Today is the first day of the rest of your mortgage. Ah, how's that for a Friday pick-me-upper? It doesn't necessarily have to be bad news because today could also be the day that you discover how much lower of a percentage you're going to pay on that mortgage. How many dollars you are going to save every single month. You've been hearing me talk about American financing for years, and that's because after all this time, I believe in them. I still believe in them. I didn't when they first called. I turned them down as a sponsor because it was right before 2008. And I said, I don't trust any financing company. They're like, no, no, no. We listen to you. We agree with you. These banks are screwing people. We don't do business like that. We won't put people into loans that they shouldn't have. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, right. Call me after the collapse. Well, they did. They were fine. Their clients were fine. Because they do the right thing. They work for you. It's a family-owned and operated business now covering you coast-to-coast. American Financing, 800-906-2440. They work for you. See how much money they can save you. Ten minutes on the phone. No obligation. No pressure. AmericanFinancing.net. That's AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS, 182334. (laughs) www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Back with Bill O'Reilly in ten seconds. Bill O'Reilly, Governor Cuomo in so much trouble on so many things. uh, I saw that he has a a job opening in the communications department for the governor. I I would imagine people are scrambling to get that job. I applied. Uh, Did you? (laughs) Um, 
tell me what you think is happening in the Democratic Party politically. And I'm talking about the New York Democrats with Cuomo. New York is now trying to get to the California radical left status. They're desperately, Albany is trying to be Sacramento. They have to understand the dynamic of the state. So the Republican Party is totally blown up here, even though Donald Trump competed outside of New York City fairly well in the state. Um, there is no leadership on a Republican. A lot of their former leaders are in prison. Uh, I mean, they're just, the Republican Party here is just the worst. So uh, the Democrats know that now they have a open field and they can, you know, impose crazy stuff um, and try to get it in forever. Cuomo's not radical enough to them. Wow. All right. Yeah, I know. So wait, it, so so the pushback is not because he killed a bunch of people in nursing homes, no, lied about it, made about money on it. No, 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 I don't care about that. Um, these people who were waiting in the weeds. Cortez is the the leader of this crew. A guy named Andy Kim from Queens is is the uh, local guy. They were waiting for Cuomo um, to screw up. Wait, so wait, wait, wait. On Andy Kim, do you believe that he was telling the truth about that phone call? Yeah, I yelled at Andy Kim the other day. I called him up and just yelled at him. He's such a, the guy is just a dweeb. So everyone yells at Andy. And he walks out of his house and goes, Andy, get back in the house. All right. Nobody likes him. Um, so, yeah, Cuomo yells at everybody. And Cuomo, I mean, people don't even care. I mean, yelling and he's running around. And we go, oh, it's just Andrew, you know, come on. Um, is anybody stunned that Andrew Cuomo yells at people on the phone? Come no, on, or threatens people or, or uses mob tactics. No, yeah, not at yeah. all. Hey, you do that, I kill you. Okay, Andrew, fine. Uh, pass the ketchup. Um, so <laughs> this is all a bunch of crap. Um, and Andrew Cuomo, though, is so arrogant and he's so unliked. Um, but there are people who really like him very, very much. Yeah, I don't know whether you guys know this, but he's the godfather to Billy Joel's two young daughters. They're real close. And, and Cuomo can be very charming. And in, he's got a big social set here on Long Island. I mean, he shows up in... Uh, no, Michael and, Corleone was very charming as well. No, uh, no, nah, nah, Michael wasn't. You know, Sonny was... <laughs> but, 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 but anyway, um, the plan on the part of the far left in New York is to get him out and put even a further left loon in there. So whereas Cuomo signed the no bail law, okay, this one would sign the no prison law. You see what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. um, that's what these people are doing. They couldn't care less about the poor nursing home deaths. They don't care about, you know, if he is yelling at people or, or whatever else the accusation is. They got him on the ropes. They don't like him personally. Um, and they're going to try to take him out. And you know what? They will. He's done, I think. I don't think he comes back uh, from any of this. I think that there'll be a new governor. Uh, I think he'll probably eke out his term. We don't have recall here in New York. Uh, whereas Newsom, I don't think Newsom's going to survive the year. But here, I don't think they'll impeach him. They'll censure him. And censure is, hey, Andrew, you're a doofus. That's what censure is. Right. Right. So tell me about Gavin Newsom. What do you think happens in California? Because that is not a movement to get someone more radical in. No, no. So here's what's going to happen. Uh, they got the signatures, so they have to validate the signatures. And then it has to go on. Wait, wait, wait. Do you yeah. believe that there's going to be any problems with the validation process? No, because they're going to have more than two million. They only need one five. 
Okay. I mean, everybody hates Newsom out there. That French laundry thing and the hair moose, they're just tired of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, they okay. they, they want right. a bald governor in <laughs> California right. now. We're tired of this hair moose. They just re- uh, announced yesterday uh, $1.825 million they're at already. Yeah and, yeah, and look, they can get as many as they want. So then it gets put on the ballot in the summertime, probably August in there. And along with, do you want a Newsom out or not? You have to answer that. Then there are um, other people to replace him on the same ballot. All right. And then you just choose one. Uh, I'd like to further uh, our conversation on just so who do you think they're going to choose? Uh, as well as some of the other stories that are happening this week. The story on the Navy now doing critical race theory training uh, that all white people are bad. What's happening with our military, the troops, the stand down and schools with Bill O'Reilly coming up. This is the Glenn Beck program. Sometimes he just makes sense, isn't it? doesn't he? I mean, that's. Weird. It's weird. Uh, <laughs> let me tell you something. It's, uh, it's Andrew Cuomo, your, uh, your governor here. Let me ask you a question, all right? Say you're the type of person that goes uh, snitching on your boss because he sexually harassed you a few times. And the very next day, you, you get out your warranty in your car and it won't start. Maybe one of the, one of the uh, computer chips went wrong and removed and cut your brakes. I'm just saying, maybe something radically goes wrong and you put your key in and start the car and it blows up. You know what I'm saying? Maybe you should have had it fixed by Vinny. Eh? Maybe you should have. Or Car Shield. Car Shield. Drive with confidence like I do. If anything happens, you're protected. Well, not anything. Andrew Cuomo not included. Uh, get coverage today and see why CarShield cars go further. 800-665-2157. Mention the promo code BECK or visit at carshield.com. Promo code BECK. Save 10%. carshield.com. And last day for 30 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV, go to blazetv.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. More with Bill O'Reilly from BillOReilly.com. Next. This is the Glenn Beck Program, talking to Bill O'Reilly, because it's Friday. Bill, tell me, um, they're talking about Richard Grinnell as a possible candidate in California. Have you heard any names that you thought could replace Gavin Newsom? Well, the guy in San Diego, uh, the former mayor there, uh, he's going to run. A guy named Cox, who uh, Newsom beat last time. He's a Republican stalwart. He's going to run. Um, is there a big name out there that, uh, you know, like Arnold Schwarzenegger? He got in because of a recall, as you'll remember. Mm. They booted Great Davis out, out, and then Arnold was on the ballot, and they voted for him. Yeah, but are, they, are, are you going to see a... Is there a a conservative uh, uh, lean at all? I can't say it's a wave, but is there a lean at all now? Is is California changing, or is this just about Gavin sucks? Well, the folks are the folks are angry. 
um, because, you know, Newsom shut down the entire state, putting all the gyms out of business and the restaurants, and they're right. angry about the homeless, and they're angry, visually angry. They can see the deterioration but of is their this, lives. But is, right it, is this on. something that the average person sees and goes, yes. you know, maybe that's our policies, or do they see it and they blame it, it yeah, I don't know if they're linking it into liberal philosophy. I don't know if they're doing that. Um, that would have to be done with a study or something. But the folks are angry. And, you know, the French laundry thing where uh, Mr. Moosehead went to the most expensive restaurant and didn't have a mask and, you know, did everything he told everybody else not to do, that pretty much did him in. But is the philosophy of irresponsible liberalism under fire in California? Minority state, um, and I'm not saying that with any disparagement toward minorities, but it's a minority state now. And so people are, are voting, well, who's going to give me, uh, and again, I'm not everybody, but a lot of people, well, where, where am I going to get? What am I going to get? Okay. And then you know what party does that. So uh, I don't know if ideology is going to change out there. Uh, let's talk a little bit about CPAC. President Trump is coming to CPAC. He's going to be speaking on Sunday. Right. Uh, what do you think he's going to say? Well, Miller, his guy, just came out and said, well, he's not going to look back and he's not going to relitigate the election, which would be smart for him mm-hmm. um, not to do. I mean, yeah, do, to that. do you think yeah. he's got that? He'll get a few jabs in. Yeah, okay. But what he should do, and, you know, if he listened to me, he would do it, but he doesn't listen to me back, which is just astounding. How could someone not listen to me? I don't know. About half the country has made a very good, uh, happy life for themselves by now. I'm not sure about that. (laughs) But I would open up with, here's the kind of election reform we need in America. Uh Okay. And then five bullet points. Here's what we have to do to ensure that the next election is not rife with controversy. Now, that would engage the people who believe that he got hosed, right? Mm Because that's what they're screaming for. He wouldn't look like uh, just some guy who's bitter and he's advancing solutions to what is a legitimate problem for most Americans, not the media, but most Americans. And so he should open with that. And then, man, he got the border, just as I said in the beginning of this conversation, he can roll on that. Just roll on it. Mm -hmm. And then the stock market is imploding. He could use that um, because by the end of today, that market's going to be down significantly this week. And then he can say, well, look at Biden. Biden is in his jammies. He doesn't know what he's doing. And get away with it because you got, you know, stuff. Now the market might be back up next week. But now it's a pretty painful week. Um, So... You know, the essential thing is that whether you like Trump or not, he was engaged in the presidency. This is yeah. the most important yeah. point for everybody listening right now. The guy was engaged in it. Okay. Is he a reader? Is he an analytical guy like Obama? No. But every day, I mean, he was there and they were discussing how to make America great again. And that's what he did. Biden is not engaged at all in problem solving he's just doing what they tell him to how, do. how do you say that with authority because i know people well i know very people high too. ranking people oh. and they're already worried they're already worried because they know it's a, such a short time between now and the midterms 
that if you get a one-two punch, chaos at the border and a listing economy, and they also know that Americans are paying 50 to 70 cents more for a gallon of gasoline 37 days after the guy was inaugurated. I mean, that's just a fact. And that's going to go to a buck and a half by summer. Because the fossil fuel industry goes, all right, Mr. Biden, you're going you're gonna to hurt our business and you're going to do the X, Y, and Z, and we're going to have to spend all this money to transition. So we're going to hose the folks down and raise all the prices, which is exactly what they're doing. And this goes back to my analysis that Americans don't know any of this. They certainly know they're paying more at the gas pump. Right. I have to know that. I'm yelling at Saheed down here in my town going, what are you doing? Hey, this is $2.10 for it. And he's looking at me going, hey, Mr. O'Reilly, you just have to pay what's on the pump. I said, okay, fine. Um, but the, the media is not telling you any of this. It's like, oh, Joe's the greatest guy. Look at Joe and Jill. Joe and Jill, they, you know what they had? They had lasagna tonight. Oh, this is delicious. So, and they had a log in the fire. Let me, so, I know, I loved that story. Uh, uh, let, me, let me ask you yeah. uh, about a big change, and I don't hear any uh, Republicans and honestly, it doesn't bother me, but it is a huge change, one that only Obama really seemed to break. And that was when you're a president and you're a former president, you shut up about the next president. But that's gone. That is gone. Yeah, it's gone. And is that a good um, thing or a bad thing? I don't care. <laughs> you're not mad at me. I mean, um, Obama's on doing a uh, podcast with Bruce Springsteen. Uh, and I, I used a clip last night on the uh, BillOReilly.com broadcast, and the clip was Obama's changed his reparation stance a little bit. It was well thought out, but he talked for about a, a minute and 30 on reparations, and Bruce Springsteen did not say a word. I don't know if Bruce knows what reparations are. I, I'm not quite sure. He was there. Bruce was there. But he, he had this blank look on his face like, uh, what is this? I, so, um, but anyway, so Obama's got the podcast, and he's gonna, you know, he's gonna go in and he's gonna say what he wants to say because he's making some money doing it. So, is if you were at CPAC and you were speaking to the Republicans? Yes, uh, I know. I thought today that the thing that I would uh, say you must. Now organize in your states and strengthen the states and make sure you're passing all these laws to make sure that your state is solid on the uh, on the election. Do everything oh, you can. Absolutely. What would you, um, what advice would you give the Republican Party that seems to be ready to hoist the Trump 2024 flag? Uh, and, and, and just start heading down that for the next four years, what advice would you give them? Well, I, if, number one, the Republican party has got to, um, have a sense of humor. I, I, it's, and that sounds trite, but it isn't. So right now they have the independent block is growing in America. People are bailing out of both parties. They don't yeah. want to be Republicans or Democrats. They just want to be able to vote for whoever, you know, they like. But you've got to kind of bring it down 
to a basis where everybody understands it. You can't do ideolo- you know, ideological stuff. So if you oppose the, the bill uh, for the transgender gays and all of this, you gotta, you got to say, look, this, uh, we don't want to hurt them. We want to protect them. We understand that particularly children get battered. Um, but look at this. This erodes a huge part of religious freedom. But just keep it contained. Keep it so everyone can understand it. So I would say you have to be the party of logic. Okay, that's what you need to be. Um, And then you have to have a sense of humor about your presentation. So if you're going to criticize Biden, you don't bring a sledgehammer. You just, you know, um, criticize him in a, in a gentle way that gets the point across that this guy really is not engaged in solving any problems. You fact, are going to make it. He's going to make it a lot worse. You're describing Ronald Reagan. Um, yeah, but, you know, Reagan was an ideologue. Um, and I think those days are over. I, I, you know, Reagan was a firm conservative ideologue mm-hmm. that the Soviet Union was evil. Those days in America are gone. Mm-hmm. Now it's all presentation. Who can present the best? And that's why Trump won, because he presented so much better than his Republican opposition in 16. OK, L- let me ask you one final question. Let's say, and this is never going to happen, certainly never on uh, purpose. Let's just say Donald Trump is hit by, uh, you know, uh, Joe Biden's Amtrak one day. Uh, Complete coincidence. Who else is there besides Donald Trump that could pick up the mantle at this time? Christy Nome, the governor of South Dakota. Love her. I knew it back. See, yeah. What about uh, 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 yeah, uh, Florida uh, Governor uh, Ron DeSantis? DeSantis, Yeah, yeah, but he, you know, the Republican Party needs a new look, and Governor Noam would present that, would she not? Yeah. So I might, I might put DeSantis on the two, and have Noam DeSantis. DeSantis is strong. And, you know, he did a good job in the COVID thing down there. He did. Even though he got battered. Those are probably Um, the two best governors in COVID. So you might put those two together, but you need a new look. If you're not going to go with Trump, and and by the way, if the economy does collapse, then Trump has got it locked. I think so, too. I think um, so, too. But if it doesn't, if it just wavers and people are mad, but they're not desperate, then you might go for a new look. And no one knows what's going to happen to Trump. I mean, he's so such a volatile situation surrounding him. It just never ends. Yeah. Bill O'Reilly, thank you so much. Anything you want to talk about, your new book? Yeah, I mean, uh, if you pre-order Killing the Mob, and we talked about it last night, because uh, it was the anniversary of Muhammad Ali, who was then Cassius Clay beating Sonny Liston, that fight was fixed. Um, and we go into a great detail in Killing also, the Mob. Also, wasn't one of the uh, Gambino crime family, didn't he die last night? Uh, yeah, that was uh, Gotti's brother. Yeah, okay. Um, but we're, that's small stuff compared to what we have in Killing the Mob. <laughs> Gotti I, is small stuff. Yeah, that was fixed. And we go methodically through how they did it. Cassius Clay didn't know. He didn't know. But that's just one of the um, many, many things that's in Killing the Mob. Just real quick. The mob almost assassinated Desi Arnaz, Lucille Ball's husband. You're kidding him. For what? No. Well, 
I'm not going to tell you now. But these are the kinds of things that we got in there. And, and so it comes out May 4th. You can pre-order it on BillOReilly.com. If you do, we give you 50% off Killing Crazy Horse. An amazing deal. So thank you, Beck, for giving me that opportunity. You're welcome. And uh, Bill O'Reilly Books will probably at some point all be taken off of Amazon uh, because of hate speech or something like that no, as they all, continue to... They're all accurate. Oh, no, I know that. Oh, I know that. ton of money from me. <laughs> yeah, I, so I, I know that, know. I'd too. I'd be surprised if they I'd, come after me. I'd like to charge you for that commercial there. Um, anyway, <laughs> but uh, Bill O'Reilly at BillOReilly.com, killing the mob. Uh, thank you so much, Bill. Talk okay. to you soon. Talk next week. Bye. Okay, blinds.com. You've been feeling that weird urge lately to start changing some of the things in your home? I mean, it's been a year. Think about it. It's been a year to flatten the curve. A year since we all went, oh, well, Home Depot's open for some strange reason. Uh, and we, you know, did things around the house. Well, here's an easy way for you to change the look of your house. Um, Take blinds or your indoor shades or shutters or drapes, whatever you have, and change them, update them. Uh, it's a huge savings right now, all on everything site-wide at blinds.com. And we're just doing this. We're getting to the the uh, shades portion of our uh, house, and we're already setting up an appointment with one of their designers, the one that we used um, up uh, at the old, old cabin that we have, that uh, she was just amazing, amazing. Blinds.com, it's free service. They'll help you. They'll install them if you want. I mean, it's it's really good. Or you can do it yourself. Blinds.com, save huge on everything from shades, blinds, interior shutters, and more. Rules and restrictions may apply. It's Blinds.com. This is the uh, Glenn Beck program. Today on uh, my uh, Glenn Beck exclusive on The Blaze, uh, you'll it's be able to, It's a big day. It's a big day. It's uh, the day that we award the hippos. Uh, and the hippo is uh, spelled H uh, Y P P O uh, for hypocrites. Uh, it's the people who say, "Don't you know you got to wear a mask?" Uh, but when they uh, they're behind your back, they're not wearing a mask. That we're looking for the biggest hypocrites of uh, COVID for the 2021 Hippo Awards. Uh, and it's going to be a lot of fun. You don't want to miss it on Blaze TV. Yeah. Uh, by the way, last day for 30 bucks off your subscription. BlazeTV.com/slash/glen promo code. Is Glenn. I could bring in the uh, skinny pig today if you want. The skinny pig. Yes, we have a skinny pig at the house now, which is a hairless guinea pig. So he's not skinny. No, he's, he's not skinny at all. Okay, he's yeah. actually rotund. Uh, he looks uh, like a, he sort of looks like you could look at him at one way. He looks like a sweet potato. That's kind of like he, <laughs> with legs. Yes, a sweet potato with legs. Okay. But I, you, when you look at him, and especially with his his face, his name's George, by the way. He looks like a miniature hippopotamus. You have to bring in. Uh, that'll be the that'll be the dance number uh, <laughs> towards the open. Uh, you have to bring him in. Okay. Yeah, okay. George, George needs a TV debut. Yeah, I think TV TV. Uh, it's a skinny pig. Skinny. How, pig. how, how big is this? Skinny it's just pig? like a, it's a legitimately just like a normal guinea pig. It just doesn't uh-huh. have any hair on it, and so they call it a skinny pig. I guess because you know it's not really, fluffy. I don't know. You I, know what's really frightening is uh, I know the answer to this. That's uh, your kids didn't buy that or want that. It was a hundred percent my wife. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. You go, if she's you look at her Instagram page, she posts nine hundred and sixty-five pictures a day of it. It's what the hell is up with her? We own a zoo. I, I, own, yeah. I, I own really a zoo do now. Yes, and it all started so wonderfully. Yeah, <laughs> what happened? <laughs> 
This is the Glenn Beck Program.